0: Bound. Hi Michelle. Hi Tara. Hi everybody. Hi everyone. Welcome back to the episode of Books and Beyond Season 4. We are so happy to be doing this once again in video. Uh, yes. So how are you today,
1: Michelle? I'm good, Tara. I've been waiting for this episode since forever <laughs> and I've actually been like, you know, counting the days a traditional way by crossing it out on the calendar because yeah. and another reason is because we are twinning, which is by coincidence. right? We did
0: not plan this, guys, <laughs> like last time. It is yeah. a coincidence, but it's super fun. Right? Yeah, I'm loving it. So what are we talking about today? Michelle?
1: Today is my absolute uh, one of my absolute favorite topics Sarah. we are going to be talking about are the books better than the adaptations or you know are adaptations better right this is a very controversial uh, topic yeah. among bookworms and for yeah. a very good reason yeah.
0: Yeah. and I, I know Michelle you have been dying to do this because you always you know like I want to write an article about adaptations let's <laughs> talk about adaptation so yeah. we're doing it so what do you think are books better than the adaptation what is your like start us off here
1: Okay, so, you know, not many bookworms have agreed with me over the past and I'm sure that, you know, our viewers who are also watching might not agree with me but I think that, you know setting a uh, very clear boundaries that a book is always better than uh, than an adaptation is being very rigid so i like this fluidity i like how you know if you love a world in a story it's it's just another way to experience it on screen for me i see it as an extension of my love for the story you know for what i mean is once you close the book it ends there right i mean of course you can always reread a book but then when i watch the uh, characters you know alive on screen for me it's it's another way of reliving that book right? What about you?
0: That's a very interesting way to think about the adaptation because I feel so sad, you know, when a book ends. When <laughs> it's a really good book. You feel yeah. that sense of like, Oh no, I don't I don't I don't wanna leave this world. And then you see the movies it was like that for me for Harry Potter. You know, lots yeah. of people said, oh, I don't uh, like the movies but it was a way to continue living in that world and I exactly. just wanted to continue living in that world. I never thought about it that way. Like for mm. me, I think why I like adaptations is because uh, I already know it's good. It's sort of like comfort reading. Mm. It's sort of so like the story
1: is already wetted. <laughs> yeah,
0: like it's sort of like rereading, right? Like yeah, you know yeah. it's going to be uh, like obviously there, it's a, it's a different format so mm-hmm. there might be some variables there but you know that there's a high chance you're going to enjoy it. And Mm. it's a comforting thing to know what happens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I want to know, like I've said Harry Potter and I have a lot more, you know, I can go on about this. But since you are the adaptation queen here, if I may say so. Oh, wow. I love that title. Yeah. What is your favorite?
1: (laughs) Um, Okay, so, uh, you know, there are so many. I can go into a whole list. But if I had to pick one, uh, you know, from the top of my head, I think it will be The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Um, and and so uh, for all our viewers I mean uh, it might be a spoiler but you know I have to share why I, I really love that story you know be it in the in a uh, book format in a long story format or on screen. the thing is it was for the first time I saw this you know it's it's more like a sci-fi. Tale, more like a time travel kind of tale because the man is born as an old person he ages basically it's reverse aging and then he dies as a baby and the woman is obviously ages normally like we do but it's a love story between this couple and i'm always crazy for love stories but you know this this was told so well and and you know uh, you know um, without doubt it's based on a story right so it's definitely a good story so when i look at an adaptation i don't only look at it for story right there are other things so i loved the makeup that's one thing and, and i feel it's very difficult to depict that kind of transformation right from uh, you know imagine a, an old baby and then you you know turn young so i loved i loved all the uh, you know the makeup the effects the acting brilliant acting brad pitt and kate blanchett absolutely flawless i mean i think you know the characters elevate the story right you always envision a certain thing but then the character is elevated but what i want to mention to our viewers here is i have usually come across adaptations first and not the book first right usually people especially bookworms come to know the story through the books and then they watch it right but i have come across movies first and then i go back to read the story which happened with this um another one that comes to mind is we need to talk about kevin by Lionel oh, Shriver. I have, not have you seen uh, it? No, no, oh, no. You should not read the book either. It's it's a little disturbing. So what I mean is, it's uh, you know it brings uh, back memories of our conversation about dark uh, characters. Uh, so there's this boy, Kevin, and uh, when he becomes a teen, he ends up killing. A lot of students in, in his high school auditorium. So it's this whole process of how the mother tries to understand how did my son turn out to be a murderer, you mm-hmm. know, very interesting tale. And I love the movie, especially because of the child actor, like I can, I think, have a whole episode on just child acting, Tara, because I'm fascinated by that, you know, how yeah. do you take that innocence of a child and make them play uh, a character right have you have that is
0: a very interesting question yeah. and I like what you're saying you know because it's the same story uh, and there's so many different ways to engage with yeah. these mediums like when you're reading you're reading the story you, 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 it's the same story but you're reading it for a different thing you're reading it for language you're reading it yes. for uh, portrayal you're reading it to get into the really get into the head of the character when you're watching that same story on the screen you're watching it for this beautiful cinematography or the visuals or the yes. acting. Uh, there's yes. so many ways to engage with one idea. Uh, and that's quite interesting that you come to um, a book after the movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I had this mental block for the longest time that I had to <laughs> Any any adaptation, I had to read the book first, mm. and then only would I see it. So did you cheat anytime, I time? I che- then no, so then <laughs> I realized it's not sustainable, right? Because yeah. there's so much good stuff out there, Correct. and I have to admit, uh, I feel weird admitting this, but I saw the Great Gatsby movie with Leonardo DiCaprio before I read the book. Same here, the same was, was, So there's yeah, no shame. Yeah. <laughs> the book was always on my like list, and <laughs> yeah. and, and then so my yeah. friends were going in anyway. Then I read the book afterwards. Mm. Uh, but a favorite, another. favorite adaptation that I think is very interesting because sometimes you know how people say oh the book is better than the movie always yeah yeah It's I have come across movies that are way better than the book and I find that so fascinating which which ones you know because a book like so for example Girl on the Train I didn't like the book like I have to be honest I didn't like the book that much Mm. But when I saw the movie, I was like, oh my god, they've taken the same thing and right. it works so much better on the screen. Mm. Some stories right. might just work much better on the screen. And I find that play and that dichotomy also very interesting right? as well.
1: Oh, it's also a Hindi adaptation, right? With Pariniti Chopra. Yeah. Did you see it?
0: No, I haven't seen that. But it's crazy how one thing can like yes. just go into across. City. Uh, Dimensions. Yeah.
1: But you know that are talking about uh, adaptations that are good also makes me think about which weren't that good, right? Yeah. Um. Okay, so if I had to name one, I generally like uh, most of the adaptations, but... One movie I think I didn't like as much. I think it was a sense of an ending. Have you, have you read? No, I've read so, the book, which I love. Yes, the book was phenomenal. That's what I mean. What I feel is if a book is really that well written. I mean, if it's kind of like a masterpiece. And you know, it's really it's very difficult to also adapt um, to screen. So I, I did feel that the movie didn't do justice uh, mm. to the to the story. And, and I, I think I left it midway. Like it's very rare. Like I usually have the patience for even very slow stories. You know, like yeah. Retro stories and even those which have a very slow kind of atmosphere. But with that movie, I just felt it didn't do the kind of justice. Yeah. It right? reminds
0: me of Goldfinch, which is also an adaptation yeah. of a, a, a book. Yes, And it brings me back to how certain kinds of books are better suited for exactly. the screen. So, you know, like yeah. when we spoke to on the book on our other podcast, which is a book people where we interview people from publishing we spoke to book to screen agent siddharth jain and he yes. said that literary fiction sometimes doesn't do well on the screen yeah. because in literary fiction the point is not the action or the visual correct the, it, it's a different the point is like the play on the language yeah and it's not yeah. plot like i it's mean not plot. Uh, yeah and from yeah. what i've
1: heard like most of the literary fiction writers yeah. say oh we don't need a plot correct. for it and and if you don't have a plot how can you translate it yeah. to the screen yeah, yeah and, and, and it also
0: like makes me think about you know nowadays there's this big boom where every single yes. writer is wanting to Uh, go-to screen, right? Because it's where the money is. Let's be honest. Would you think that would change the way that people approach the book format in the first place? Because you know the kinds of things that work for screen. Yeah. So would you then, like, like would, you, would it like cannibalize mm. or bastardize the book format in any way what do you think about that
1: so you know Tara actually I've noticed that there are different kinds of writers right so some are very clearly focused they want to write literary fiction books right and I've spoken to a lot of writers about it because I, I think I am also a little bit like that but then there are other kinds of writers who love looking at their work in different formats right and we have noticed that there is a boom so probably they would love to see it as an audio book or they would love to see it adapted on screen but I feel that now that we're open up to different formats there is a market for everybody but right. I do think that it also comes with a point of interest like, like what are you interested in what so so you're do? saying
0: that some people who might want to write literary books yeah. will do so even if it doesn't get yes. adapted to screen because that's what yeah. we want to they're, do they're okay with that while some people yeah. so the yeah. genre is not dying according to you which <laughs> yes. is good to know uh, <laughs> yeah. but speaking about an adaptation that I dislike because you, t- you spoke yeah. about yeah. one One adaptation that I dislike uh, is The Handmaid's Tale. Now, I love the book. Um, I love Mm -hmm. Margaret Atwood. And the book was one of the first sort of dystopian fiction books that I read. And it Mm -hmm. really got me into this whole dystopian fiction genre. Mm -hmm. So when the series came out, I was sort of very gung-ho about watching it. But they just, I mean, they just made it into a sort of like tragedy porn, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. where You mean they they changed the story as well? So the first season they didn't change the story, Mm -hmm. but then now it's approaching, I think it's fourth or fifth season, where they've really sort of, you know, basically it's Mm -hmm. about women who are very sort of marginalized and it's a dystopian society where women have no rights, right? Mm -hmm. So the first season was fine, still okay, it was watchable. But it's become tragedy porn, where this woman, the crux of the story is that this woman is trying to escape her situation okay but is not able to that's the arc that's, and that's the, just you mean stretching I mean, that stretch so okay it's all, okay it's, okay i didn't like this adaptation at all because mm. it sort of took a really good interesting nuanced literary thing mm. one of the very mm-hmm. few literary sort of uh yeah i get it. you mean a mix of speculative and, and, and literary and sort of like ruined it a bit so that's the one that i <laughs> like but speaking of you know yeah. we spoke about the screen but as you said there's a content boom and there are mm. you know people writing and things being adapted all across yes. the format so you want to talk a little bit about that
1: yeah i think you know tara like earlier uh, we just had books right like yeah. now i love that you know even formats right like you have ebooks like you know <laughs> you can you can switch between an ebook or a paperback right and and for example for me Uh, when I've had this screen fatigue right like when I'm really tired of staring at the screen because you know writers editors we spend a lot of time in front of the screen and I'm sure everyone else who has a lot of uh, you know I would say their work revolves around the screen yeah uh, you want a break so that's where podcasts you know come into the play right you can just walk you can exercise and you can just listen to a podcast so I really love how that you know you can move between formats and also devices right so so for example even if you're watching an adaptation you can see it on your phone you can see it on a bigger screen whatever right? yeah. so I like that flexibility because yeah. I do think that otherwise uh, you know you just you have very limited options what yeah about you? I
0: think writers are adapting more and more so again yeah. in the book people we spoke to uh, author Meghna Pant yes who's just come out with a very interesting new book and she actually wrote a book for she wrote a screenplay which she then converted into a book which is the first I've heard of that sort yes, of uh, it's usually the other transition, way around. you know. And yeah. I've also now heard of podcasts being converted into books. Mm. So again, you know, like this is what I tell everyone: it's it's about the idea. Yes, you know, yeah, yeah. it's about we are and, and even in books and beyond, right? We are in the process of disseminating the idea. The beyond, you know, <laughs> but we are we're talking about climate yeah. change, you know, mm. uh, and obviously we're talking we're delving into the writing process, the book format, mm. but you know, stories are sort of. People ask me, "Your book, are books going to die? Are like, mm-hmm. you know, what's going to happen? And, so if, I, and I tell them, you stories know, are never going to die. Yeah, and yeah. if
1: I can, you know, add to that, Tara, you spoke about climate change. So yeah. it just uh, triggered a memory of, you know, uh, for example, I uh, we loved speaking to Amitav Ghosh about climate change. But, you know, that uh, conversation, uh, I would say, uh, it sowed this seed in my mind, and and eventually I ended up writing a poem. And wow. and you know a lot of people say poetry is dying. For right. example, right. Yeah. So w- what I mean is I am also a person who loves working in different forms. Like what mm-hmm. I mean is even within writing, we are seeing that you know there are different ways. You can write a screenplay, you can write a poem, a short story, a novel, and you never know. Like tomorrow either of them could be adapted. Right. Right. So there is a there is a short story by Franz Kafka. And and I love I love his tales. I mean, of course, they are a little dark, but but he's known for that thing. And you know, on YouTube, you will find an adaptation of a short story, which is it's it's really interesting yeah. because you know it doesn't have to be a novel, it yeah. doesn't have to be a, a full length book. It could even be something as as short as a story, and it could be adapted. Yeah.
0: Another like uh, book that comes to mind is The Martian by yes. Andy Weir. Uh, Andy yeah. Weir, and I was really amazed because I first watched the movie, mm. and then like you, I went to read the book. And I thought that, yeah, you know, uh, obviously the movie version is going to be, like, hmm. way better, right? Because hmm. it's all about space and, like, hmm. you're, like I visually be in 3D it be and better. Okay. And the book was as good and it was the same story, but it was, like, right. so different. It made me think about, like, what you say about, like, keeping it alive? And it then made me think about all these, like, Marvel, this Marvel universe, hmm. which is all about keeping these myths and, and you know, yeah. this, and even the Harry Potter now with Grindelwald and all of that it's all about like that world and sort of expanding on that world in like merchandise or like Mm -hmm. reaction videos on youtube podcasts or different characters coming up
1: so Um, you know the martian uh, because i know that you know people have their own if there are interests in which genre they like also right so this reminds me of another uh, speculative fiction um, story so the book is called under the skin okay and mm, you told, it, you told yeah yeah, and yeah. it's adapted and, and Scarlett Johansson acts in it and I would say that was so different from what I had envisioned in the book like that was one of those times where I mean I would not say uh, better or bad but very different like it mm. goes to show you that the same story can be envisioned by different people in a different way you know so
0: with genre because adaptations fall into many different genres mm. like typically you don't see literary fiction but you see a lot of true crime you see a lot of sci-fi mm. um, um, you know, what other genres do you see being adapted more but than others and like which do yeah. you like?
1: Actually, so I have a I have a very different experience yeah. here. I've seen a lot of litfic really? adapted. Yeah. Like so I'll ones? give you examples. Yeah. My favourites, okay? I mean, you can stop me if I'm blabbering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so one is Never Let Me Go by Kazuo Ishiguro. Okay. I loved it. Like, I mean, the but adaptation. But that also is
0: a sci-fi version.
1: Right? Correct, yeah, correct. But yeah. I, I mean, what I mean is, it, w- it it, definitely has a sci-fi element. But for me, it felt more like a literary, uh, especially okay. the adaptation. Could you
0: give our listeners a little a line about what that book is about? Yes.
1: So it's it's would very depressing, very sad tale about three friends. Okay. They grow up together in a, in a hostel. It's called Hailsham. And in, it's set in England and all of that. And it's set in this time where uh, humans are cloned just to uh, donate their organs to someone. So very, a uh, lot of ethics mm. issues here and many things to think about. But you know what I loved about it, Tara, is the relatability. I loved the friendship element. I love the love aspect of it. So very, very um, relatable aspects. But you know, converted really well to the screen. So honestly, you know, when I read the book, um, it, it's written in a uh, in a epistolary format. So you know, epistolary format means when you write it in diaries, when you write it in letters, right? And I didn't envision that it, this could be on screen. You you see what I mean? Like there are some kinds which you can't imagine that there'll be an adaptation. But the adaptation was brilliant. And they they retain the epistolary.
0: Uh, format? Um. Uh,
1: no. No. They didn't. they didn't. And and in fact, if I, maybe it's you know controversial, but I thought the movie was a little better than. Wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and this is Kazuo Ishiguro. Talking yeah, no, about. really, I felt that the <laughs> okay. movie was way better yeah. because
1: it it was concise. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. and uh, so there are a lo- lot of other literary fiction. I'll just name uh, name a few. So there's a Clockwork Orange, uh, set in a dystopian. Uh, this this I will not. Recommend. See, that's
0: another thing I'm picking up. Dystopia.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, no. But what what I would like to say is these are mostly known as literary fiction. Okay. What I mean is, you know, even this categorizing can happen that that some books can be called both. So this could be dystopia and literary fiction. I
0: have one that is purely lit fic that is coming to my mind. Which one? Call Me By Your Name.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What a beautiful movie. That was so artistic, so poetic. Yeah, 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 you're right. That that fits more of a lit fic. You know, another one that comes to mind is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Have you seen that, Tara? So it's set in a... Mental asylum. Oh gosh, I'm going through the, all these dark, dark stories. <laughs> theme, but yeah. yeah, but it's it's a litfic. Uh, it's it's a novel. It's set in a mental asylum. But you know what I liked about Tarasi? We talk about patriarchy. We have seen a lot of stories where patriarchy affects, right? So this was about matriarchy. Women rule the the mental asylum, and the inmates are men. So it kind of shows you the kind my of God. yeah, like the upbringing or or you know the the matriarchy that uh, yeah, can have. Yeah, so
0: yeah, I think yeah, historical adaptations do really well. Like yeah. I like to watch a lot of those right, so right. like a few that come to mind is uh, the Gu- Guernsey Literary Society <laughs> yes. which is uh, yeah. such a beautiful book. It's set after World War Two, the aftermath of World War II where a writer um, discovers a book club. Yeah, secret, a, secret, secret society. Secret yeah. society uh, in a little island off the coast of England and how inculcating herself into yeah. that book club changes her life and also, uh, you know, helps her recover from her experience of yeah. the war. Um, that was a beautiful because of visuals and you know that English countryside. <laughs> I love yeah, these historical yeah. elements so, because so I have a they question for really well.
1: Tara, because since you watch a lot of historical fiction, right, do you feel that they do justice to the time period? Now that's one thing which I've always hmm. thought of, like, I mean, of course, you can recreate things but what I mean is have you ever felt when you've watched that this is a simulation that this is not a uh, uh, like probably Mm. set um, actually
0: like not you know Mm. actually I feel like it comes more alive I'll tell you the difference like sometimes I f- like sometimes you know like when you travel to a historical place or when you're reading these historical fictions yeah. you imagine yourself in that time period and that's right. what's also like the beauty of that yeah. like another book that was really good was Victoria and Abdul mm-hmm. where there was this English, uh, the um an Indian guy who is Queen Victoria takes him as a servant uh, to her palace and they become really good friends and it causes a lot of controversy mm. so one is that obviously when you're reading it you you have that ability to put yourself and imagine yourself in the situation to so travel time but then there's yeah. some limitations like I personally feel there are limitations of my imagination where I really want to see it in front of me and I want to see all the people the crowds You know, I want to paint that picture because it's so vivid yeah. historical fiction mm-hmm. lends itself to uh, uh, su- such uh, vivid images and that's why I like these kind of movies. I feel they do actually a really good job uh, mm. with the costumes and especially yeah. the ones that I, I've seen. No, that's uh, interesting yeah. because see,
1: that's our only way to travel. I mean, Trave- uh, in one way, that's the yeah. only way to go back in time, yeah. right? Like yeah. when you read something, it might not be that... Um, yeah. What about crime
0: adaptations? Because I don't read that much crime. Hmm. Uh, hmm. I read more litfic and historical fiction. Right. I, I read across genres. Yeah. But there's, there are obviously some genres that contribute more to adaptations. Yeah. Like crime, fantasy and we can go on forever. But what I want to ask is that, you know, now what's happening is that when a writer starts a project with the idea, which you're talking about at the idea level. Hmm. They started only thinking it will be adapted into various... So it's not like they're writing a book which will then be adapted. They right. think of it as something that already will be able to be adapted to podcast or book or web series or, mm. or uh, something like this. For example, Modern Love, you know, the yeah. column, which uh, was a series of essays and then w- uh, made into a podcast and a, and a uh, show. Right. Very clearly uh, conceptualized also like that, the mm. newer essays that have been yeah. sort of uh, commissioned. So as a writer, you know, if somebody has an idea, a great idea, and they want to write it in a way that it can be uh, shown into many different platforms, how do you think they can begin this?
1: Oh, that's interesting. Actually, you know, Tara, maybe I can share a little bit about my process. So when I get an idea, uh, I almost always try it out in, in different ways. So what I mean is I experiment beginning itself, like with one para, like, could it be a poem? could it be a short story does it have enough meat or potential to be a a longer story right and the reason I do it in in the beginning itself is because of course you know you you spend a lot of time and energy and in in, uh, envisioning and and writing it in one format and then probably you realize it's not the right one so what I think is you know like like you said if for example a writer wants to it to be available in different formats you know write a pilot for example write a pilot episode that could probably be uh, a first episode of, of a web series write a pilot episode that could go up as a podcast and write a pilot of a story that could either become a novel so uh, i do think that that saves a lot of effort and and time and energy and then you also know uh, what you'd like to work on first
0: i love this method like i feel like if you don't try you don't know but then you also have to save your time so just like dip your foot into it and then you'll see that's a really good method and i think that our viewers might uh, might be very interested i for one can't wait to see what like comes out of our community i for one can't wait to see what our creators come up with we have so many amazing talented people in our community creating across formats whether it's a podcast or a youtube like how we're making this podcast youtube movie and 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 the other things that we've spoken about and even in bound you know it's about the idea you know that's why we call books and beyond and it's all about this age of boundless creativity where we're looking at stories at the idea level and then we're seeing where that opportunity is and how to fit our creators and our storytelling with that opportunity so for example what we're doing now is as you know we're creating a lot more podcasts with that view uh, across uh, subjects and across you know genres with obviously that focus on curating the best of human wisdom from India and showcasing it to the world because I for one think there's so much in India and and as they say the best idea wins the best idea wins yeah And, and it just there's a treasure trove of content and stories out there uh, and that's what we are very excited about as you know we have some amazing creators that we are working with to create podcasts and other forms of content um, and we are always looking for new people to work yes. with and new creators so if you do have an idea you can feel free to reach out anytime we are always
1: looking for it yeah. yes. so um, you know Tara I wish this episode goes you know longer and longer because I can you know talk about um, stories on all formats and any time of the day uh, but it has to end here but we would love to know you know which are your favorite favorite adaptations right like you know the ones you like dislike and and if you think that something can be converted you know to something else please let us know i think we would love to see that
0: yes thank you so much and please follow us on all our social media channels we're at bound india and please do not forget to subscribe to this channel if you like our videos looking forward
1: to seeing you next time yeah so we'll be back next wednesday with another episode